In this definitive alphabet book, the artist Mike Wilkes takes us on a magical journey through the English language. The 26 unforgettable paintings illustrate a multitude of objects, beginning with the relevant letters. There are 7,777 depicted. Some are easy to spot, some are more elusive and esoteric. The result of painstaking research as the artist buried himself reading several multi-volume dictionaries and encyclopedias from cover to cover. A minutely observed dream world is revealed in increasing detail each time the pictures are examined. The use of different symbols and layers of meaning is com complemented by the classic technique of using up to 20 transparent lenses, giving a rare vividness and vi vitality to these haunting images. Hi, welcome back to Books Aren't Back. I'm Ursula. And I'm Catherine. I'm Ursula's mum. Today we're going to be reading The Ultimate Alphabet by Mike Wilkes. And that was a very difficult blurb. Did you find the blurb harder? It's got a lot of big words in it. <laughs> big words in the blurb. Big words. words in the blurb. Big words in the book. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, why have I picked out this book this week? I know, I know. Why? Because you wanted to change it up a bit from all of the long stories that we've been reading. Therefore, you chose a book about pictures with a very long introduction. Okay, so it's a <laughs> tricky one for radio. It's a picture book. But the reason I chose it was, um, at Christmas, as you know, Ursula, I like to do a jigsaw. And this Christmas, I was doing... A jigsaw of one of the paintings from this book. It was number S. It was for the, really make any sense. It was for the letter S. And as I was piecing it together, I thought about how much I remembered reading this book when I was younger, how much I'd enjoyed it. And I wondered what you would mm -hmm. make of it today. So I'll tell you a little bit about my memories of this book and then you can fill Talk us in. Talk about mine. Exactly. The Ultimate Alphabet was published in 1986, and I would have been about 14, so I was really a teenager, not a child. And I remember that I was reading the Sunday Times magazine one Sunday, and they had reproduced in the magazine the Sunday supplement, the colour supplements, as we called them in those days. They had um, the picture for A from this book published with a few hints about how to look at it and how to find all the letters in it. And basically it was an advert for this book and I was absolutely captivated by it and persuaded my parents to get hold of a copy. And it just took off in our household as a kind of craze or fad. We were trying to spot all the little items in all of the pictures. <laughs> Is this like the um, cryptic, no, the, what, the like crossword where you have to match the numbers to the letters, where you and Dad absolutely hate them, but you can't stop doing them? I, I suppose Except so, yes. Except you like it. We made ourselves sick looking up little... And the, the thing about the Ultimate Alphabet is he's drawn things of all kinds of symbols and... Um, I like it because you'll have, like, the Archbishop doing something that begins with the A. Right, so like the, giving arms, maybe. Yeah, and or the arch 
bishop art painting. Yes. And and but also he'll have like individual species of animal. We'll begin with the right letter. Don't 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 go there. There are too many different types of animals. Do not go there. Okay, so so it's very, very detailed and you have to know really difficult, complicated words. And what happened in our house was, because there was no internet, we started basically pulling in reference books. And I remember the place just filling up with like Collins gems of flags of the world, Collins gems of British birds, Collins gems of herald, heraldic symbols, um, little... Collins multi-volume dictionaries and encyclopedias. Exactly. Um, and would, would you do like one picture at a time or would you go through them and say, wait, wait, have we found salmon in this? Uh, to the I ads. did it one picture at a time and I remember like deliberately not turning the page to save the excitement of the later pictures <laughs> until I had, you know, done a good job on some of the earlier ones. And I remember my my dad being interested in it and I remember my parents had a friend who spent quite a lot of time with us and me and this friend would sit while my mum and dad were busy in the garden I think um puzzling away (laughs) at this book you could look up words um in a dictionary and then see if you could spot them in the pages and the other way around obviously um yes what you're saying I found three you found three on the back of the book, even <laughs> while I'm speaking. Sunflower, Scandinavia, which is on a map, and a snare drum. Nice one. S for snare drum. So you would, would have looked at that drum and thought, surely that's a D. You've got it. So We talk about them on the music. Have you enjoyed looking at it? I have loved it. What I would say is, I think it would be quite a good, um, like rainy day or sick day activity especially if you could find there was like a competition thing wasn't there yes that's right you had a it came with a workbook which had um more than seven thousand seven hundred and seventy seven words in it it had about twelve thousand words in it and you were meant to tick the ones that were shown in the book i suppose if it had seven thousand seven hundred and seventy seven then you just go through with a black mark and go tick 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 send it off in the mail so if you sent your workbook in, they were going to mark mm-hmm. them and you got points off if you if you chose words that weren't in it. And then the winner was going to get a prize. Which was? It was a money prize. Which was? It was £10,000. <laughs> now, the workbook's not here, so I think I must have sent mine in, but I certainly didn't win. <laughs> Why? Why didn't you win me notes, funny? I, I just I couldn't find enough words in, in the book. Oh, there's a skeleton. I read. Like, th- this is why we don't buy books with pictures on the back because I forget to talk because I'm too busy trying to okay. find the things. I'll take possession of the book <laughs> and you tell us what you thought. Um, I really enjoyed it. I liked sitting in bed before I did something like writing in a journal or a notebook or reading my proper book, which was like sitting down and either looking through. There, so at the start, underneath each of the letters, it has in this picture you will have a lion lying on the savannah, a lily pad, and a lamb and a lanzarote, um, along with 500 other words. Um, and I liked either trying to find the lion lying, the lily pad, and lanzarote, 
or just scanning over it and trying to find loads of words and then looking at the flags and trying to identify them, then looking at the dogs and trying to identify them, then seeing if I could identify any kinds of cats and just doing stuff like that. And I thought that it was very well drawn. Yeah, what did... Did you read the artist's introduction about other things to look for as well? Um, yeah. Wait, did I? I read the introduction, but it was right at the start when I got given the book. So what does the introduction say? It says he always paints himself in each picture. Each oh yeah, he paints himself in each picture. He paints his signature in each picture. And in most of his pictures, there's a snail, which I like looking for. I think one night I just looked through the book to find the signature and the snail. I also like that he had like the each picture has letter um in it in Braille and in Morse code and Does it? Yeah. I, I always like that. And the Braille can be like things like water drops or something. Can I can I have that back so that I can, you know, afterwards go through it and try yes, to find course. these things. Um I was reading up about um Mike Wilkes while you were looking at the book and he says that the they're oil paintings. And the actual originals, the Braille dots, are, are raised up. Are raised, yeah. You've used more paint there so that you can feel them. Quite cool. So here's an That's example. That's nice. So if you couldn't see, mm. then you might be able to get special permission to find out what each word was. Like, to find out what each letter was. Yes, exactly. Like, you could go, oh, it's a B. So here's, like, so here's an example of the words that goes, one of the pictures for N. It says, find the numbers 9, 19 and 90 twice over and name the constituents of the nosegay. There's also a nun, a nurse and a starry god of the deep. Neptune. There he is with his driving. Among the 163 things in this nocturne. So this one's at night. I'm just quickly looking for the nosegay. Do you know what a nosegay is? No. It's a bunch of flowers. I'm looking. There's a nasturtium, I think, and a... Narcissus. Anyway. And a posy! <laughs> anyway. No pussies? And a posy? Yeah. <laughs> well, a posy's a bunch of flowers too, but that would be in the pain picture. Oh no, I, I thought that posy was like a type of flower. No, that'd be a pansy. Oh. Sorry, guys. Um. <laughs> I like the front cover as well. It's like a picture of the artist with what I think is all of his paintings. And then there's a book of flags open at P, and then he's painting a panda. Is this P? Because there's a Persian cat there. It is P, definitely. Ah, <laughs> right. So that's why it looks very peeing. Um, a pirate. So uh, as we enthusiastically peer at the pictures instead of talking, um, <laughs> I feel we should. Recording. <laughs> I feel we should. Um, Apologise, possibly, to listeners for choosing a picture book. I don't need to apologise here. But it would be a great time to check us out on Instagram or Twitter, where I'll um, put a couple of pictures um, or links, maybe, to show you what we're talking about. Because Mike Wilkes' pictures are very distinctive and... And detailed. Very detailed. What, what did you think of his style of painting? I like it. It's very... Like, oh, obviously it's not real. Like... You look at it, not real. Couldn't be a photograph. But it is real, if that makes sense. Like, you can tell, you can see the shading in. You can see all the shadows. You can see the ruffles in the pages. 
the pages aren't perfect. You know, the pages has have tears along them, like a proper book does. Yeah. And I like that. I think looking at some of his other art on the internet, some of the things he paints are quite strange or weird, but always in this quite realistic style. Do you think is there anything strange or weird about the pictures? I don't know. I think well, in A, there's um this ant that's like hanging from the ceiling. Um, and you have to tilt it a certain way to, like, see the ant. But once you see the ant, there's no going back. You're never going to unsee it. Well, that is... But that... It, that's... The name of that method of painting begins with A. I'm not sure if you oh, actually God, see what it really? is now. But it's the most famous one. I, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's a picture of... Um, it's called The Ambassadors. And it's a picture of two ambassadors standing, but at, at the floor, at their feet on the floor... There's a looks like a smear across the tile. But if you lie on the floor of the National Gallery, because it's actually an incredibly large painting, um, it's a skull. And the, the so the interesting thing about that picture is you see it so many times as a reproduction, and all you have to do is pick the book up and tilt it. But then when you see it in real life, you, you can know. understand the mystery because you can't just pick the picture up and tilt it. it <laughs> really, it's, it's more of a mystery. Brand. Exactly. It's, <laughs> um, so yes, that projection is called I don't know anthropomorphic. No, that's not right. But it's called something beginning with A. Yeah, and um, then in one of the pictures, like everything's painted in green, even if the object isn't normally green. And so I'm not sure how I felt about that one. That one made me feel quite queasy. That was tea. I think we that's those are trees. Don't. So, so there is a weird element to yeah. To the there is a really. As you can see, I remember these pictures. I spent a lot, a lot of time with this book when I was younger. Poison. I remember <laughs> taking this back now. I remember this book quite well. Do you have a quiz? I'm yes. ready. I'm ready I, I need that to tell you the answers. Okay. So during his introduction, yes. Mike shows us two different ways that he's painted pictures using a layering effect. Now, which pictures did he choose to show us? You see, I know this. So he sets it out. He's, uh, he's taken a photograph so, at each stage of the painting, yeah. and then he sets them all out So he shows you the sh the, just the blank canvas, then the shafts, then the first couple of objects, then, the, then more objects are added, then lots of objects, and then the final objects, which have all filled in the gaps, being scattered on the floor. The answer is... S, which is the one you're describing, and is also the one that was in my Christmas jigsaw. I know that. And also P. No. 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 <laughs> Are you sure? Pretty sure. I was sure it was P, which is one with the artist in their studio, surrounded by their own paintings. And I, I that's on the front cover. I thought that the I remembered the build-up of how he had done the roof lights and ceiling of his studio. This is S. Yes. And then the next page over is R. <gasps> it's R. With a rainbow, a reindeer, and I think somewhere raindrops. Well, I'm shocked. Now, my second question is, can you describe what the scene of painting C is? Painting C is in a cave and it's centaurs pulling a carriage in to the cave, one of them's playing a clarinet, I think, and the hidden artist in C is Mike, is all of the centaurs, I think. 
Okay, interesting. Check it out, see if I'm right. <laughs> okay, I will check that out while you are answering. This is my last question. I don't really expect you to get it right. But do you know how many words beginning with you there are in the painting you? Take a guess. Okay, so I'm going with you is quite a difficult one. I think... It's easier. It, there are more than you would think. I think that in the you picture, there are urns and there's a very queer looking, like, baby to do with an umbilical cord or something. Um, yes. And it's one... There's, there's two sizes of pictures. There's full page pictures and then there's ones that are um, just kind of... A, Half like, page. Yeah, they're, they're up and down. They're sort of portrait style. Um, and so I'm going to go with 200 in the UK. 133. Oh, you said it was going to be more than I thought. Well, I thought you thought like 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, so the centaurs, one is playing some sort of guitar thing, one is playing the cymbals, one is playing another sort of guitar thing, and one is playing, as you said, a clarinet. There's also a clown a cheetah, a cyclops, and a cupid. Did you like my quiz? I did, I loved it. Did you guys like my quiz? Yes, we loved it. <laughs> Thanks. Were you guys impressed that I did better than usual <laughs> in the quiz? Got most of them right. I did ask you to think about what kind of picture books or activity books you've liked uh, I think when I was younger, I definitely liked, there were, they were like puzzle land books and they told a story and especially during Christmas books, which I think we explained on A Child's Christmas in Wales, uh, we used to have puzzle land in Christmas, mm -hmm. which I always really enjoyed. But um, I think now I quite like um, rereading old Christmas, uh, old picture books. But also reading, like, um, they're called, they're Usborne puzzle, solve it yourself books and their picture books. And I really like doing them. So, well, for listeners who have younger children, will want to know that the puzzle books you're talking about are also Usborne books. And they're called things like Puzzle Train, Puzzle Christmas, Puzzle Forest. Puzzle Beach. Puzzle Beach. Um, and yes, you were, puzzles you were crazy for them. Um, the puzzles are... Give me anything with a maze and you will occupy me for as long as it takes me to fill it in with black marker. I would never have let you use black marker <laughs> on your puzzle book. It was a metaphor. <laughs> Talking of mazes, what about Pierre the Maze Detective? Oh yeah, I love them, I love them. So they're they're really good, they're advertising a comic I really like as well. Um... And, by the way, guys, this isn't sponsored. <laughs> but the comic is called The Phoenix. <laughs> and it is amazing. I would recommend it for anyone. I've been getting it since I was really, really, really little. I think from issue 200. But anyway, um, and it's about um, this boy. And I think usually his friend is there. And they're chasing after um, a man. And you have to solve. They're not like your normal average maze they're really intricate there are bridges and there are little tucks underneath bridges there are boats you have to climb across you have to walk across planes that kind of thing and they're just really intricate and there are also like like can you spot 
the three men at checkouts wearing hats, mm. or how many jars of sweets can you find? Puzzles as well. I I found them quite impressive when I saw them. I thought, that, and there are little sort of jokes in the pictures that other kinds of picture books. I like. I don't. You wouldn't describe them as picture books, so it doesn't really count. But I like you know like books that have every third page and like a black and white ink pen thing by the author or by an illustrator but the writing's not on the pictures and there's a caption underneath to tell you what the picture is but it doesn't like destroy the writing and I know people don't count them as picture books but I find them very enjoyable because you can like read through them or if there's a special part that you really want to read again but you can't remember the page book you can go oh but wait there was the boat race picture look find the boat race picture and then look around it to find the paragraph you wanted to read when you say an author draws his own pictures make, makes me think of arthur rounds that is kind of the one i was using as inspiration and he even has a couple of puzzles in his pictures he he does put in quite a few dancing semaphore people doesn't he Oh, yeah, he does. Like, E, Y, J, K. That doesn't spell out anything. Don't type it into any website. Again, in an apology to <laughs> listeners, um, Ursula is now doing semaphore, <laughs> which, of course, you won't be able to see. So you won't be able to judge her on her performance, because I'm not sure those are the actual letters. They're almost certainly not. And I, I would actually pay you £20 if they were. I'd be surprised. Well... A recommendation then for the ultimate alphabet. The pictures... Definitely something you'd want to like invest your time in. You wouldn't want to pick it up and say, "Oh, I'll let the kids do that at a party or something," because it's not going to occupy them like that. But something to sit down with friends and do would yeah. be fun. Um, the pictures are quite extraordinary, really. Um, they're. I couldn't find out when I went off to find out more about the artist. I couldn't find out what happened to the twenty-six original pictures. Um, Maybe they kept them. Apparently they're quite large, and in real life they must really glow, I would think. They're, they're, Can we get them and hang them in the house? When he talks about his oil painting technique, it's it's really interesting to see and understand just quite why they are so rich. And... Yeah, we won't maybe talk about another picture book for a while because it must be frustrating for people who can't... Who can't um... Why don't you guys let us know um, anywhere underneath the podcast or in our um, social media feeds what picture books you like? That's a good idea. We could check them out. What's that? Um, this is next week's book. I think I've heard of that. Well, I'm going to tell you about it. <laughs> Just I've heard of imminently. that. <laughs> so next week's book is... Well, interestingly, this copy has two titles, but I'm going to give the Great. real title. <laughs> the real title is Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim by Robert C. O'Brien. That used to be in the book room. Well, where else would you keep your books? <laughs> so I'm going to give you a copy of this. Who's that bit, see you. I'm, I can't remember. <laughs> um, and I will see you in a fortnight's nice. time to record the next episode of Books Are Back. Thanks for listening. Bye.